The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com, welcome to a brand new episode. Name of the episode is... That's mean. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Jay couldn't be with us. He was on assignment this week, uh, and uh, Shannon joined us late, so you know. <laughs> uh, but we all had a good time. Uh, we have a really good time doing this every week, and we thank you for listening to it, of course. And um, there's a lot of exciting things happening on our Patreon. You don't have to know how to spell Patreon to participate. It's geekshowgotthiscovered.com. It'll take you right there. A little link that... Uh, Mike set up for us, and it'll take you right there. And you can—that's all our super secret fun stuff happens there. Uh, deep dives and uh, specialty programming, <laughs> that kind of thing, happens at uh, GeekShowGotThisCovered.com. Right here, of course, is your free uh, podcast that is made available to you and to me and to us, courtesy of uh, the Nerd Store and Doctor Volts. Yes, uh, coffee with a side of comics. The Nerd Store wants to talk to you about their uh, coffee shop that they want. They want to expand their store. And so stick around. I have a message for you coming up about uh, the uh, Kickstarter and all of that. They want to expand their shop out at the uh, Valley Fair Mall uh, to uh, out in West Valley, the Nerd Store. They want to expand. And, of course, there's always Dr. Volts on uh, 33rd South and 2043 East. If it's worth reading, it's in a comic. They always remind you of that. All right. Uh, a lot of things uh, happening on the program today. Name of the episode is, oh, that's mean. I added the, uh, it's just, that's mean. All right, so, uh, <laughs> oh, and uh, our, our merch is still available. Get it for your summertime wearing. If you're going to be out in public, we love seeing our logo in the wild. Uh, go to uh, geekshowpodcast.com and click on the merch button and you can uh, get some stuff there. All right, let's get to the episode, that's mean. Please to enjoy. <laughs> And welcome back, everybody. Hi, how you doing? Hi. Hello. Everybody looks good. Through the door. We've been trying to start the show, and <laughs> Rebecca's dog keeps wanting to weigh in with uh, Mephisto confirmed theories. And uh, that's where she gets it from. Exactly. That's where I get it like, from. It's like Son of Sam. The dog's talking to her, and you know who uh, rescued who. Honestly. <laughs> He whispers bullshit uh, media theories into her ear while she's sleeping. <laughs> I thought you said borscht shit for a minute borscht, there. Same thing. Yeah. He was right about so. Matt Murdock. I don't know what to tell you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Murdock. <laughs> he should go hairy, hairy forearms. <laughs> who rescued who? It's Rebecca Frost, everybody. Hey, a uh, big shout out to Burger King being open at 10 a.m. Really? Wow. Well, I mean, they've got a whole breakfast menu, but if you want a regular Whopper like this gal does, uh, you can get it. <laughs> Time for my 10 a.m. Whopper. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad idea, actually. <laughs> you know, it's funny, in a, in a, in a fit of drunken... Uh, craziness last night, Sue... Uh, hey, that's product placement. Stop it. Sue DoorDashed, <laughs> Sue DoorDashed uh, Shake Shack last night because we... we, had, we oh, it wait. Was a, it was about 8.30. Oh, okay. It was late. It was late for the Jacksons. Yeah. Yes. Midnight hour for the Jacksons. 8.30 so, uh, p.m. But, uh, not bad, I gotta say. Anyway, uh, it is uh, Quad T to tell Tony, everybody. Hi. Hi. Hey. Yeah. Check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony. Or, uh, you know, on the Gadget Spot, that other podcast I do. Mm -hmm. That other one. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> That's product placement. <laughs> yeah. I just hope you're getting paid for it. That's all. <laughs> if not now, eventually. Right. He hopes He hopes you're getting paid for it. He's uh, he's Lee George Cade, everybody. I, I have an announcement to make. Hold on. Let me get the costume. They let me. I, Is he going to fart into the microphone? He's no, moving he's... around like he's getting ready. <laughs> I, was, I was actually in a movie. <laughs> It's coming out soon. It's coming out soon. A major motion picture. Uh, they let me keep part of the costume, so I'm going to grab it. Okay. All right. Let's take a look at this. See what you got. Oh, oh my. So, yeah, I'm, I'm Mr. Freeze and the Batman. 
<laughs> what killed the dinosaurs? What the ice age. <laughs> oh, chill out. Ah. Chill, chill out. out. What's great about this costume, Lee, is that not only the people on YouTube can enjoy it, but the, the audio portion works yeah. out well, Yeah, too. it's yes. phenomenal. It's great. I love the audience can hear the big red clear cube sitting <laughs> yes. on top of your head and shoulders. Now, uh, give me that, believe me later. You, you can... <laughs> When Gotham is frozen, then you can die, Mr. Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> so many amalgamations of Batman yeah. bad guys right there. No, that's what I'm saying. Is all these things are very terrible. Why don't you get all these wonderful toys? <laughs> Riddle me this. <laughs> Better, who's afraid of the big fat bat? <laughs> I'm Mr. Freeze. Ah! <laughs> All right. Well, now you've made me realize that I need to pull out a very special gift for all of you here. Let me see if I can find it here. Well, while you're pulling that out, introduce yourself, Admiral oh, of the show, Mr. Kerry Jackson. Uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, <clears throat> x96.com. Let me see if I can get this to work right here, since we're talking Batman. Why are there so many films about, about Batman? Batman? We get it. His parents die. When? When? How? When is this? When? What? Who? I had some guy on TikTok at at Kim Cage. Do you want to hear Love it again? It. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many films about Batman. <laughs> we get it. His parents die. Oh, I love it. Here you go. All right, uh, let's see what we got here uh, as far as... Oh, uh, uh, Jay Whitaker is on assignment, and uh, Shannon is missing in action. Yeah, Egg, so if you do want to just go, like, bang on the floor real quick. Yeah, I mean, maybe... If he, if he has to take a snow day, he takes a snow day. Um, yeah, yeah that, right. we just we just want to know he's okay. <laughs> I'm sure make he sure is. He's, I'm make sure, sure he's he breathing, is. Egg, yeah, if you would, please. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. We do have uh, some stuff coming up. Let's see. Oh, here we go. Let's start. With casting news, casting. Oh, oh. This, this is how you know a project is really happening. It's because they're Cast, casting. Casting news. Uh, let's see. This is uh, Ironheart, that uh, Marvel TV series, and there she is. Uh, that is Lyric Ross, who Beautiful. who is on. She is, isn't she? She's from the uh, This Is Us, which is apparently a huge show, which I've never seen. It's a really good show. Oh, it's, a, it's a fun show if this you like scheduling us. time to cry every yeah, week. Yeah, exactly. Right? We watched the first two seasons, and we had to stop because it was just so depressing. Yeah, it's I watched just, the first season, and I was yeah. like, no more. But it's, it was, I mean, it was great. It, it accomplished 100% what it set out to do. Yeah. yeah. There's it a lot of shows s- like that. I, I, I had to stop watching Pose because I was crying my eyes out every time. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, that is Lyric Ross, and she is going to be in the uh, Marvel TV series Ironheart. We don't know who she's playing, although rumors, Rebecca, are that she will be the villain. <gasps> so we don't know. But uh, yeah, so that's uh, Dominique Thorne is, uh, is the star, of course. She is uh, going to be playing Riri. And uh, yeah, so there you go. That's some casting. More casting. This one is very interesting because we all watched White Lotus, right? <laughs> yeah. You remember uh-huh. the remember that snotty kid? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the boy. Wait, which, which oh one? yeah, he was such a punk. Who was always my Switch? Give me back my Nintendo Switch. I thought he was autistic, huh? and that's why he. What? I didn't I... get that vibe at all. I don't know. I I thought he was just an asshole. But he's just a punk, <laughs> yeah. If he is self-diagnosed I, off something from WebMD. I thought, yeah, I thought he was on the spectrum, <laughs> and cancer. that's why he it's was, cancer. like, obsessive about it. He was no. sleeping on the beach. That kid is, his uh-huh. name is Fred Heckinger. I think it's Heckinger. It's H-E-C-H-I-N-G-E-R. That's what I'm saying it is, Heckinger. Because I just like saying Fred Heckinger. Uh, he is joining the Craven the Hunter movie. <laughs> yeah, so great. Not for a really young Craven. No, now wait, wait till you hear the rumor that that he's playing again. Rumors, Rebecca. Sorry, but I, I like you, this one. Though. Why are you looking at me? Because you're our conspiracy quarter. Okay. Uh, so Aaron Taylor Johnson is Craven. Okay. Russell Russell Crowe is uh, there, and uh, he he's I think he's playing old Craven. I do. Yeah. But Heckinger is apparently rumored to be playing the chameleon. That's not who he's oh. playing. I actually have the casting news. He's playing oh, you do? Craven's, Craven's sidekick, Hankerin. 
<laughs> I don't know about that. So I'm craving, craving and I'm craving hankering. And hankering. Get Lee a big dog shirt. And what are we craving? What are we hankering? Revenge against the Spider-Man. <laughs> no, 10 a.m. Whopper. That's what we're craving and hankering. Exactly. Well, first, first 10 a.m. Whoppers. <laughs> second, revenge against the Spider-Man. You got that hankering? Sure thing, craving. <laughs> one has a guitar, one has a banjo. I am a craven, and I'm a uh, But uh, this guy, uh, see, a lot of people don't remember that the chameleon was actually probably, I think, the first, yes, the first Spider-Man villain uh, debuted in uh, Amazing Spider-Man number one. Hmm. Okay, well, he was in Amazing Fantasy, so maybe he wasn't the first. Anyway, but uh, but the chameleon is Craven's brother. Oh. oh, they do look oh, alike. I didn't know that. People forget that, uh, yes. Huh. Well, and the neat thing about the chameleon is he could look like Craven if he wanted to. They could look That's... like twin brothers. Yes. Sneak so... into his bedroom on his wedding night. So, yeah. Lee, why? As his new bride. <laughs> Lee, no. <laughs> hello, it's me, Mrs. Rhino. Welcome. You're... Mrs. Rhino. Yes, hello, it's me, Craven. Well, you yeah. don't sound like Craven. Well, I'm trying something new. Oh, got a bit of a cold. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Now, here's some more casting news. Now, I'm going to need uh, Tony's help on this. Oh, because because it's a... No, it's a video game. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Tony is my video game and Arnold Schwarzenegger go-to. I, uh, yep, oh, yep, yeah. Yep. This hey, turns out. Walton Goggins. It's Walton Goggins. Uh, although, uh, you know, they've been trying to get a live-action something out of the fallout game for years uh but uh, they're, they're going forward now uh they have cast walton goggins his role is unknown but again rumors he's the fallout or that he's the, yes he's the fall <laughs> <laughs> is that he'll be playing a ghoul does that make any sense he yeah. yes okay okay phenomenal casting he looks yeah. exactly like one <laughs> he could definitely do that really well because mm. the ghouls are usually kind of over-the-top caricatures a little bit, too. Like zombie-looking? Go- yeah, which Walton it, yeah. Goggins excels at. He I mean, looks exactly like one. If you've what been watching casting. Righteous Gemstones, oh, you know yes. that he's... A, he's and Other things he's in, too, but he's so good at that. He's great in Righteous Gemstones right now. Season 2 Vi- has actually Vice been Principles. quite good. Yes. Was it Vice Principles? Yeah, yes. fuck. Very that show's so good. It says he's going to be playing a leading role. In uh, Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy's attempt to bring Fallout to life. Nolan's, so, Nolan's doing Fallout? Yeah. Oh, so the sound design's going to be all <laughs> The thing with Fallout is there isn't really a main protagonist or main storyline that they have to follow to make it seem like the game. Basically, all they need to do is get the setting right. It could but be there any, are, there any are vault. S- yep. Yeah, any vault. There are some ghouls who are like... Business owners and oh, like right. okay. people, so, so yeah, he can definitely like be a a, the, a main character. The, okay. the ghouls look like zombies, but they're actually people they're that disorders. were alive during the nuclear holocaust Fallout. that happened, mm-hmm. and they got mutated into these zombie kind of zombie looking characters that uh, don't age anymore. So they're mm-hmm. basically, in effect, immortal to time. They can still be killed. Carrie, you should actually play Fallout New Vegas because I think, think you would love it. Well, well New I Vegas. Love, Caesar's Vegas. Legion. Caesar's Legion is literally an army, a militia that rose up from people that found costumes at Caesar's Palace. Yeah. And oh, really? Yeah. I I have not played a lot of video games myself, but Fallout New Vegas is one, and I absolutely love it. It's, it's yeah. so much fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All right, I'll stuff. give it a I'll give it a try. That sounds like fun. All right. Yeah. So, uh, and it's a story that you play. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like that too, so I'll give it a try. This is uh, this is all we know about the show. Jonathan Nolan, Lisa Joy. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, Captain Marvel writer uh, Geneva Robertson Dwart, Silicon Valley co-producer Graham Wagner are the showrunners, and uh, they're going for the '50s sci-fi gone horribly wrong vibe. Oh, you got me again with '50s sci-fi gone oh, horribly that's, that's wrong. That's the yeah. whole thing. Is it's an alternate <laughs> oh, yeah. America where everything went to shit in the '50s, and that's when everybody went into the vaults. So when they come back out, they're listening to like ink spots, old <gasps> 1950s swing music. Yeah, yeah, like, a, right, like right before what game is it? Uh, which which Fallout is it? Where like 
uh, you're in the house and it's like the like retro futuristic style Fallout Four. Um, Fallout Four, well, yeah, so, it's out that yeah. way. Mm-hmm. The, the, what, it's the the setting is so neat because it's fifties, but technology advanced super yeah. fast in in various aspects in that timeline. So you have fifties sentimentality and uh, style combined with really cool like nuclear steampunk stuff. Why am I yeah, just like, now like how the, learning like how the, this? Like how the fifties envisioned the future would look, yeah. right? Exactly. I love yeah. that. Yeah. If you I ever love that find, style. If you ever find a laser gun, it's a 1930s Flash Gordon style <clears> ray gun. <throat> it's so, yeah. so cool. I, there was a bar in Las Vegas, speaking of, uh, that uh, had that design. It was in, uh, Caesar, not in Caesar's Palace. That, oh, damn, which one was it? But I used to go there just because the decor was like that. It was that 1960s futuristic trying mm-hmm. to be chic. Yep. And there was, you know, fallout shelter war art on the thing. And, you know, oh, God, that's... And like Nuka just, Col- the Nuka-Cola logo. Why am I just now learning about this? Okay. Oh, Gary, you would love it. I mean, there's like the... Was it Fallout 3 that's in Boston? Or is that Fallout 4? Uh, Fallout 3 is in... Um, I don't think... I think Fallout, Fallout 4 is in Boston. I can't remember where Fallout 3 yeah, is. Fallout and then you have New Boston, Vegas is in Vegas. Uh, and, you know, Fallout the, 76 is in the Appalachians. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Would I be able to just jump into the Vegas one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. It's, okay. it's, it's the best of the games, I think. Fallout 3 and Fallout 4 are both pretty good, but I think Fallout New Vegas is fantastic. Oh, okay. yeah, and 3 is DC. Thanks, Cody. Yeah, it is DC, and it's All so right. good. Uh, and then before we go to break this, um, George Perez, um, they're re- they're, you know, he's, he's, we've been, if you follow him on uh, social media, you know that he's dying. He's got cancer. Uh, and uh, the Hero Initiative. I don't know if you're familiar with the Hero Initiative. It's a, uh, a group, you know, because these comic book artists and writers, they don't, you know, they, they don't get supplied insurance. They're, you know, they're contractors, essentially. And they don't, they, they sometimes fall, they fall upon hard times. And so there's this group called the Hero Initiative that helps with those kind of things and legal problems and things like that. And so if you support the comic book industry, the Hero Initiative is a good little group to give to. Well, they have partnered with both DC and Marvel. I think the Hero Initiative is the only one that could get these two teams to sit down at a table and go, let's do this. Um, They have uh, put together a special edition reprint of JLA slash Avengers, the 2003 miniseries. And I went to Dr. Volts and ordered it. So uh, if you, uh, you know, just, just a little plug there for, for one of our sponsors. Um, and so you get the biggest heroes in the world fighting side by side. But, but of course, they have to fight each other first because that's right. just the rule. That's how it works. Uh, miniseries written by uh, Kurt Busiek, drawn by Perez. Culmination of years of on and off work between both publishers. And I remember this in that, Marvel, uh, that uh, comic book industry documentary. Because they were strongly protective of their intellectual properties, you know. And it was like, well, Superman has to win, you know. <laughs> It was that kind of petty arguing, but it's going to be re-released in a new book. It will be 288 pages, full-color, soft-bound volume, collecting the story. The story itself is 64 is is only like 64 pages, I want to say. Um, but uh, so you got it all in there. You've got it written uh, introductions by uh, Stan Lee, uh, Justice League editor Julius Schwartz. Bonus Hero Initiative edition is a new afterword from Busiek. The book will the book is thirty bucks, limited to seven thousand copies. Ooh. So you may want to run out and order that right away. And don't uh, don't buy it from scalpers. Yeah, don't buy it from scalpers. Buy it from a comic book store or someplace. Yeah, preferably go to a comic book store and get it. Uh, Perez is a founding member of the Hero Initiative's board of directors and has served as chair of its disimbursement committee. The charity's mission statement involves creating a safety net for older comic creators and has granted over a million uh, dollars to comic veterans. Yeah. So uh, uh, just so you know, he's uh, last week he enrolled in uh, inpatient hospice. Uh, So, uh, yeah. Uh, But uh, yeah, it's a little bit of history there for you. So go and pick that up and help out the Hero Initiative. Nice. All right. We got, uh, let's see, let's do one more story before we go to break. Let's go uh, to the uh, the Alien TV show. This is based on, you know, Alien. You know. Oh. Uh, we've got uh, Noah Hawley. Who oh, is, shit. Well, yeah. I'm in. 
Noah. <laughs> yeah. That's all you had to say. Noah Hawley is uh, is making a show set in the Alien universe. Of course, he's famous for Fargo and Legion. The guy that and... made Legion weirder than the source material. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when it's set and where it's set and who's in it and all that, we, we don't know much of that. Space. Some, some of the details have been <laughs> revealed. So here's the bad news. Um in that he's not going to be able to work on it until he finishes with Fargo. Mm. <laughs> he says, we need him to shoot Fargo this winter, so he'll be shooting Fargo before Alien, though we have more scripts for Alien than we do Fargo. <laughs> wow, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> well, you know, you got to look at it from FX's point of view. This is, you know, the Fargo show is a known quantity. People yeah. will go to it and, you know, get it out there first. This is something that might or might not work. It'll work. Uh, but the good news is, is that Holly has made more progress on Alien than Fargo. So that's, that's the good news, bad news. Um, but here's what we do know. The head of FX said, Alien takes place before Ripley, the TV series, that is. Uh, it's the first story in the Alien franchise, takes place on Earth. It takes place on our planet near the end of this century we're currently in. 70-odd oh. years from now is what he's saying. So the Earth's already, like, burned up and stuff? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so all I can tell you is that Ripley won't be a part of it, and neither will any of those characters, other than the alien itself. That's the only returning character. <laughs> uh, Hawley has uh, mentioned, he said, in the movies we have the Wayland yutani Corporation, which is clearly also developing artificial intelligence. Here's right. what he said back in January. He says, but what if there are other companies trying to look at immortality in a different way, with cyborg enhancements or oh. trans or transhuman downloads? Oh. Which which of those technologies is going to win? It's ultimately a classic science fiction question. Does humanity deserve to survive? Oh, this sounds I love amazing. to watch battling capitalistic businesses. <laughs> yeah, it prepares me I, for the future. Yeah. <laughs> or or tomorrow's news cycle. Uh -huh. Yeah, it and could then, be any could be any time. It's a timeless story, honestly. Tailless oldest oldest time. Time. <laughs> Thank you. Elon yeah. versus Bezos. <laughs> Write that. Write that musical right now. Oh, okay, man. okay, okay. After these messages, the Nerd Store has some amazing news this month. Coffee with a side of comics, collectible cards, and everything nerd-related in West Valley, Utah. The Nerd Store in West Valley, already your one-stop shop for everything epic like comic books, gaming cards, video games, and nerdy apparel. What more do you need? How about a nice warm cup of coffee? hot cocoa, or other specialty drink, and some food while you peruse all that awesomeness. And now is your chance to help make it a reality. The Nerd Store has set up a Kickstarter, and your support will also shape a new expanded Nerd Store. The Nerd Store will be expanding from its current 3,600 square feet to over 9,000 square feet. Now, what does that mean? Nearly three times the size of their current store. A new large permanent gaming area full-service cafe, Utah's largest manga selection, three times more comics on hand, double the size of their already great Funko selection, and so much more. You can help make this a reality and get some great rewards at the Kickstarter. Go to bit.ly slash nerdstorecafe. That's bit.ly slash nerdstorecafe. And we're back, and he lives. Shannon Barnson, uh, yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> I was just telling these guys we. Uh, I, I went to my first inside concert. Ooh, in like I'm, two I'm years. I'm still not there. Yeah. Well, okay. So we had to show everybody had to show proof of vaccination to get in. And, oh, good. <laughs> um, but it was weird. I I didn't feel comfortable at all. Yeah. Mm. I was like I like so I was like kind of standing back in the back, and uh, Jen and uh, her work friend. What's that? What's that work friend? Rachel. Oh, Rachel went? Uh, yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> and they were up kind of like dancing about her and, and Jen and his, her husband. And, and then I was standing there watching them and they go, I, we're going to go up more. <laughs> right go. up into the crowd bar. And I was like, <laughs> You're like fuck bye. that. Bye. Right? Goodbye. <laughs> and, uh, See you in a while. But it was just weird being around people, you guys. Like yeah. people bumping into me that I don't know and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Ah! Yep. You know? <laughs> I'm just not there. I'm not there. But, you know, but here's what I realized. You know what the great casualty of COVID has been? Hmm. 
running into casual friends. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's totally, you know, gone. Yeah. Yeah. So it was really interesting because I was like, it was like I'd seen people that I haven't seen in like three years, you know? <laughs> we were all like, it was like we were crawling out of our cave. I, I, called, know, I, like, I called that Hello? Rebecca's wedding. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, I know I knew what that was like bef- before COVID. After my two-year religious sabbatical, I came home yeah. and I was like, "Oh yeah, I know a lot of these people here from my past." This is yeah. interesting. <laughs> and you're like, and it was, it was just like, "Hello, yeah, <laughs> hello, stranger." I am not the same person you met two years ago. Yeah. Right, Ain't that the truth. That's I've the seen truth. some shit. <laughs> I have been through some things. So. All right. Anyway, uh, so yeah, and you know, Uber was a nightmare. Didn't get home till one o'clock in the morning. Mm. So I, I was pretty I'm, tired last night. I wouldn't even ride in a stranger's car. I just wanted to. <laughs> I'm not there well, yet. Well, you're super paranoid, but I, I don't know. What oh, you're I so know. Scared of? I leave the house. <laughs> I leave the house once a week, and it's for two places: the liquor store and the comic book store, and that's it. Everything this else is, is delivered. This <laughs> is groceries delivered. Everything, uh, everything. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've I've started licking doorknobs and shit. I'm just daring to. Get You're gonna it. build okay. that immunity back up. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right. Um. So uh, there's a series of books called Primitive War. Books. Now, when I tell you what this is about, you're going to go, why did this take so long to get made into a movie? <laughs> Primitive War. You ready? Yeah, hit that, Lee. Set, that. set during the Vietnam War, it follows an elite group of soldiers called Vulture Squad who set off... double-click it, Lee. Yeah, oh, well, set off, I have to... Set off on a mission to a remote section of jungle, hoping to find missing Green Beret unit. When they arrive, Vulture Squad finds out why the unit is missing. The area is filled with dinosaurs. Yes! Naturally. <laughs> now, what took so long to get this made? Holy this... shit! Why was that ever even a book? It should have been directly made into a movie. It should have been fast-tracked right away. <laughs> Oh, I think Jurassic a, Park has like a, a monopoly on dinosaurs, don't they? Sure feels that way, yeah. <laughs> so it's a primi- Primitive War Opiate Undertow by Ethan Pettis. You sure Wait, that's not, you sure that's not an anime? That sounds like an anime. Did you say <laughs> Opiate Undertow? That's Opiate Undertow, that's what it says. Those are, if I remember correctly, both cool the names of Tool albums. <laughs> Undertow Maybe is a Tool Maybe And Tool Opiate, knows how Opiate to was, read. Their, was their first EP. Maybe Tool knows how to read. Well, okay, here's, there's there's another one called Occupation and uh-huh. Occupation Rainfall. No, those aren't Tool. No, 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 tool that's, the, that's the director. This is previous stuff that he's done. I'm sorry, <laughs> I lied. Uh, Luke Spark is his name. He's going to be directing. But, uh, yeah, so Dear you've God, got... That only took 100 years for me to get that picture loaded. We're over the story now, Lee. Yeah, just yeah, close it. So. <laughs> <laughs> so it's in development casting is underway they want to start shooting as soon as possible so yeah dinosaurs in the vietnam war i'm all for that i am all for that all right let's take a look at some trailers we got this so, lee so you're saying there's dinosaurs in the in the war in the vietnam war two uh, wars i'm so confused why yeah. dinosaurs in war because uh, okay. you can okay <laughs> exactly. so we're doing Trailer? You want a trailer? Here's Let's a trailer. do some trailers. Let's start with Lightyear, shall we? Oh, this looks oh, good. Now, this is the human Buzz Lightyear that the toy is based on. That's that's the story of this trailer. Okay. Did he just pick a wedgie? Yeah. He did. <laughs> cool. Just He's like, just, just like us. Just like Rocket Raccoon. Uh, Lightyear sees it's a hero and a crew of human space explorers surviving on an alien world seemingly stranded there after a mission gone wrong, now tasked with leading the first attempts to get his people, including a squad of space rangers that is distinctly not to be confused with the last time that we met Buzz's space rangers, which was another cartoon. Uh, Buzz instead finds himself flung into a close encounter with robotic hordes of the future and his mortal enemy, Emperor Zerg. So, I have a question. Go ahead. Okay. This, is this the movie of Buzz Lightyear from the Toy Story universe? No. Or is this its own thing they decided to just make based on the cartoon from the Toy Story universe? This or... is this is the guy that the toy is based on. So in the Toy Story universe, this guy's real? This guy's real. And his adventures well, are real? Or this sto- or the story is real. 
I think or this like, is well, the movie like, that the action figures were based off of in the Toy Story universe. I'd buy that too. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, like, that's the way to phrase that. Yeah, maybe that's the way to phrase it. Yeah, I, that's this is all very confusing. <laughs> very negative, you know, I, like I, I know an autistic kid. <laughs> That loves Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear, and I think he's going to be like his head's going to explode. He's going to go. It's the one time you'll hear Jackson say no. <laughs> <laughs> but I, uh, in this, Buzz has a robot cat, as you can see there. Socks. You know. uh, I cannot yeah. wait for that merch. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stock up on cat merch. Oh, that last scene! I can make white noise for you. <laughs> 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 so good. June uh, June seventeenth, twenty twenty two. If you're listening to the podcast, feel free to stop what you're doing and go look at the trailer. <laughs> yeah, it looks really good. I I didn't... Uh, it looks it, it's really pretty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, before this trailer, I was just kind of like meh, but then I saw this trailer, I was like, okay, this looks this neat. The, this, and who's doing it? And it's not Tim Allen doing it. It's, no. uh, it's Chris Evans. It's Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Evans. So he'll be yeah. very sincere. But and this so... this is the scene where Buzz <laughs> drops some acid. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it looks like but it. Jeez, isn't that well? So, here's why. Why does the toy have a Tim Allen voice and not a Chris? Because you hire an actor to do the voice. <laughs> they, oh, they couldn't afford. See? They couldn't afford Chris Evans to do the action figure lines. Or there's that. Or what he I, was ten. Uh, because also, Tim Allen is busy doing other Disney stuff and making the Santa Claus for Disney Plus right. or something. That's right. Um, I think that they should go back now, and they're going to have to. Re-record all of the Buzz Lightyear lines, <laughs> like they did with the uh, like they did with Tamara Morrison and all the Boba Fett lines from the original movies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wait, yeah. did they really do that? Well, I mean, there's only two lines, but <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Just take I'm... clips from Captain America and overlay it in Toy Story. I can do this all day. Is like all he says. <laughs> <laughs> he pushes a button. I could do this all day. I um, could do this all day. I can do this all day. That you said that. Save me a dance. Save me a dance. I bought like a little uh, candy dispenser. Did I just realize some kids stole from my desk? Anyway, um, and when you, it's a Boba Fett, when you push it, mm-hmm. it was totally it was totally his voice. I was like, Tamara Morton's? Uh, yeah, he, I was like that. That's wow. that's not the strangest new Star Wars thing. The uh, Mandalorian bop it where you squeeze Grogu and he goes, bah! and then the Mandalorian goes, <laughs> yeah. bop it. <laughs> no, you know it's fun. I bought one of those at at Walmart, and then. <laughs> I left it in the cart, and it was really expensive too. They get stolen. Yeah, because right. I got home. I got home and said, "Where's my Grogu Boppet?" And we got oh, another. We got right. another trailer here. This one. <laughs> this one is so meta. I love it. Now, I didn't watch Buzz more than Buzz. About, this is, is even about more podcasters. Meta. Is it about podcasters during the <laughs> sure. pandemic. Sure, it is. Uh, I never watched the Rescue Rangers cartoon. Oh, I saw every episode when I was little. But well, then you're oh, gonna yeah. love this because it's. Uh, <laughs> It's Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie. They are living amongst cartoons and humans in a modern-day Los Angeles. Their lives are quite different now. It's been decades since their successful television series was canceled. And Chip, John Mulaney, has succumbed to a life of suburban domesticity as an insurance salesman. Dale, Andy Sandberg, meanwhile, has had CGI surgery and works the nostalgia convention circuit. Oh, awesome. Des- desperate to relive his glory days when a former castmate mysteriously disappears, <laughs> Chip, and Dale oh my gosh. Chip and Dale must repair their broken friendship and take on their rescue rangers detective personas once again to save their friend's life. Uh, what is happening? I, love, I have wow. not seen this have, trailer. They're putting, the, well, they're putting the band back together. You got Monterey Jack. You got mm-hmm. Gadget. Yeah. Oh. I saw Roger Rabbit. Yeah, Roger Rabbit was there. Uh, it, it, CGI is surgery. That's that is... so funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my God, that's so funny. This uh, this thing is so meta that uh, it's just going to see. They even acknowledge that he dresses like Indiana Jones. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh, and look at the voice cast. This is this is awesome. Of course, you got John Mulaney, uh, Andy Samberg. That's uh, you got Seth Rogen in there. Oh, sorry, uh, Shannon. Sorry. No, I, I like Seth Rogen. He just shouldn't make any, he, he shouldn't produce anything. You got Kiki Lane, you got Will Arnett, Eric Bana, uh, Bana. Dennis Haysbert, Keegan-Michael Key, Trey McNeil. Uh, uh, you mean the bald guy? Yeah, uh, Tim Robinson, and J.K. Simmons. Oh, my goodness. Now, um, <laughs> it's it's going to be interesting. This, again, it's going to be on Disney Plus on May 20th. 
Is this so, a show or a is movie? It a show? It's a movie. Well, I know who Seth Rogen's playing. He's playing a digital version of himself with a beard. It looks just <laughs> like <laughs> so. Look up. And what's what's great about the beginning there? It's one. Of, it's a real Hollywood story. What happened to Chip and Dale? You oh know, my they God. were stars. I am you know. in. This looks awesome. That's cool. <laughs> Is it, it's on Disney Plus or Disney Plus? Yeah. Paula oh Abdul and MC Scat Cat. MC Scat Cat. What the fuck? May twentieth is when that's going to be on Disney I'm, Plus. I'm so excited for this. My little brother, when he was in second grade, um, would not miss this show at all. Like if it, if there was anything that would cause him to miss this show, he would go ballistic. He beat the shit out of a kid on the bus because the, <laughs> the kid got in trouble. And made the bus driver pull the bus over and make everybody sit still for two minutes. And my brother got out of his seat and beat the kid up. Because he's going to make him late for Rescue Rangers? <laughs> I gotta see the setup! You son of a bitch! I gotta <laughs> see what Chip and Dale are up you're, to! You're going to make me miss the theme song. I love the theme song. <laughs> my, my brother was really hardcore when he was nine, so... <laughs> All right, we got another trailer here. Now, this one is... Uh, this one I was curious about. I wasn't going to watch it until I watched this trailer. This is uh, The Man Who Fell to Earth. Now, this is on Showtime. Is this based now, on the Bowie thing? I thought I thought it was going to be its own thing. I thought it, it was going to be based a, off the Rip Torn movie. It is a direct sequel to the Bowie thing. What, oh. the, heck? what the heck? I know, right? <laughs> Only a few of us of a certain age have seen that Bowie movie. Ain't great. <laughs> Ain't great. I'm 32. Oh. I'm 32. No, I watched it because I, I, Rip Torn had a humongous member. And that, I, that thing I was... I watched about one-fourth of that movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I drove up from Spanish Fork in Brandon's truck so that we could go watch it at the Blue Mouse because we thought we'd be cool. And we were bored silly with the movie. Yeah. But uh, what it is, is uh, this is a direct sequel to the David Bowie movie. And this time, uh, Chituel Ejiofor arrives on Earth to complete the mission from the same home world as Thomas Jerome Newman, who is Bowie's character, this time played by Bill Nighy. Okay. What the okay. heck? Is it going to okay. be good? Yes. The first thing was terrible. It's on Showtime. The first one was not terrible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you had enough drugs in your system, it made perfect sense. <laughs> right. I guess that was... <laughs> That was my problem. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it sober. I shouldn't have. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the new trailer, uh, it it's, it's, gives it a grounded look. It unfolds over a desert landscape, glimpses of alien life at stake, warning that Earth is in line to follow suit of the dying planet. Uh, it reveals uh, Faraday is Edgy of Horse character's name on his true mission to find Newton, who arrived on the planet before him. Whoa. And uh, so this is uh, this is going to be interesting. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, wait a minute. So he's coming from a dying planet to get help from us, who are also on a dying planet. To this is a bad us, plan to stop us from following along. Oh, that okay. was that was That's the whole story plan, of the then. the whole story of the original movie well, was that they they mm -hmm. were trying to stop us from destroying Earth. This is in the seventies. Yeah. So, that, and that's the difference that's is that this time uh, this alien has come to get help from us because apparently all the water on their old planet is gone and, and he Oh, I got water. bad news for him. We're <laughs> yeah, we're just say. bad all the time. <laughs> yeah. So you've got uh, you've got those two in there. You got Rob Jimmy Delaney. Simpson. Yeah, uh, Sonya Cassidy. You got uh, a good cast and Kate Mulgrew. Uh, Kate Mulgrew oh. is even there. I'm okay. Clark Peters. Uh, and you got Alex Kirkman uh, or Kurtzman from Star Trek cool. helping to serve as executive producer. So Showtime, April 24th. Do, do oh, I just in time for my birthday. Old... Happy birthday to me. Do I need what to is... watch the old crappy movie to watch this one? I think the old one is good. There's I a do. book. You could read the book instead. <laughs> oh, okay. I think you'll be fine. The song encapsulates all of it in like three minutes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's better. a star man. Keep, keep telling me ways to get the story in a smaller amount. He's I like this. He's here to ask for our help. But bad news, Chiwetel, we're just real no, not, bad at being it's nice not, to others. Those weren't the words. <laughs> what they are ever? now. They, they are now. <laughs> What an original storyline for the 70s. An uh, alien <laughs> from a dying world coming to save uh, ours. Klaatu, Barata, <laughs> Superman. <laughs> Superman. Well, <laughs> the day the Earth stood still before that, Shannon. And Superman before no, that. No, Superman before that. 
The day the Earth stood still was in the '60s. It was black and, and white. Was the but the Man Who Fell to Earth was also a book. Superman was in the '40s. Comic book itself, I see. All right. Uh, let's see. Well, let's see. So those those are the trailers. Like I you, said, go you had ahead. One more. You had one more on your list, sir. Oh, I did. What did I have? You had Halo. Oh, <laughs> I'm, nope. I can see let's a Halo. Let's save it. You can save it. You can let's save, it. save that for after these, these messages. messages. We'll be right oh, back. Are you troubled by strange vaccination theories in the middle of the night? Do you worry that the vaccine has changed your DNA? Have you or anyone in your family seen a magnet clinging to a recently vaccinated person? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Mythbusters. Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your vaccine-related conspiratorial needs. We're We're ready to inform you. Call Mythbusters 304-804-MYTH. That's 304-804-MYTH. And we're back. Okay. Uh, Now here is the the, the Halo thing that... uh, Lee cool. was alluding to. You have my attention. This is the Halo TV series. Uh, we got uh, the executive producer uh, for the upcoming TV series talking about uh, Master Chief's unmasked face. Okay, so if, I can't, uh, people are having a cow about this. They are freaking oh, yeah. out they about cast, this for did no they cast reason. Someone, who did they cast for him? Porn, uh, porn Pablo staff. Shriver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so here's here's her answer to this whole thing. I think we set out to tell a character story and a personal story, and once we really got into what the story was, it became clear that you really needed to see the person in the armor and under the helmet. You will see his face. For some people, it's been a moment 20 years in the making, and for other people, it's something that feels very hard to imagine. That's putting it nicely. Uh, we (laughs) We absolutely respect both sides of that fence, those who really want to see Chief's face and those who really don't, but for the nature of this story, it's important to connect with Master Chief in a different way, and that meant showing his face. This from the pages of uh, magazine. Okay, you magazine. <laughs> yeah, magazine. Is this is this going to be a live action Red versus Blue? Uh, uh no. I, I mean, know. yes, in that it will look like if, if they had in, a huge in that it will look like Red it. versus Blue. <laughs> but it's not going to have the same humor, I'm sure. Now, by, by any stretch, sure, I brought sure. I brought you this story for uh, for two reasons. One is that. Uh, you know, the, the whole no mask thing was freaking people out. And secondly, I just wanted to say the name of the executive producer that made that statement. Kiki Wolfkill, everybody. Oh, yeah! I can't argue with someone Whoa, named Kiki Wolfkill. Kiki Wolfkill. Okay, so let, me, let me jump on a soapbox here for just a second. Go. Do it. <laughs> um, Spaceship! Citizens of Halo fandom, listen to me. Okay, first of all, this is alternate universe Halo, so it's not even the same Master Chief from yeah. your video game, okay? Yeah. Appreciate that for a second. Mm-hmm. Secondly, they have no reason for him to not go unhelmeted in this alternate universe. It's not like it's some sort of religious thing like in The yeah, Mandalorian. Yeah, he's not The Mandalorian. So stop <laughs> whining. Second, or thirdly, okay, they're using Pablo Schreiber and he's the voice as well. So, so they already mm-hmm. changed the voice that you're familiar you with from to, the yeah. video game. So mm-hmm. it's it just relax. It's not your Master Chief. It's a different telling and a different um, universe. Just okay. So, so let me down. get on my let me get on my soapbox. Wait, wait. Let quick. me get down. Let me get okay, down. Okay. okay. Oh, hold on. Okay. okay push, push it over. Push it over. Lee, oh. here, here's the soapbox for you. Jump on. Thank, but thank you so much. Let me. Oh, here he yep. goes. Here he <laughs> Um. So, uh, spaceships. Spaceships. Yeah. Spaceships, spaceships, aliens, spaceships, explosions, spaceships, yes. laser guns, spaceships, spaceships, aliens, spaceships. This looks badass. Shut the fuck up and watch the show. I support <laughs> everything Lee just said on the soapbox. Hey, hey could I, can, can I have it for a second? Yeah, push, oh, yeah. push it over to Shannon. Right. Okay. Go, okay. Right, hold, on. <laughs> hold on. Oh, my knees. Ah, okay. Ah. I ain't never played Halo. <laughs> Get off the soapbox. But... Get up. No, wait, no, no, wait, no. I got more to say. All right, fine. I'm still on the fucking box. I, it looks really cool. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna wa- and I'm gonna watch it. I don't give a fuck who takes their helmet off. Yeah. I need the box. I need the oh, wait, soap. Hold on. Right. Oh. 
Okay, wait, get get down. Okay, pa pass. Uh, no, pass I just it over need the to... soap. I just oh, need the soap. Oh, she just oh, needs the soap too. inside the box. She doesn't yeah. stand oh, on okay. it. Okay, all right. She just needs that. I could I could smell her from here. Yeah, stinky. <laughs> I'm a stinky boy. But I think this looks pretty dang cool, and I'm encouraged that it already got greenlit for a second season. So that's and yeah. Too. Seriously, like the expanse being done. Has oh, I left need it to fill hole in my yes, heart. Exactly. The size of a thousand moons. That's uh, so, it's on Paramount. It's on Paramount Plus. Is where you see that show. Spaceship. Spaceship. <laughs> All right. What did you guys consume this week? Oh, Ooh, I, I, I watched quite a few really good things this week. Let's let's go to Rebecca Frost, everybody. So on Sunday, I went to the Broadway. Have not been to the Broadway since pre-pandemic. They're requiring vaccines and masks. masks. Mm -hmm. um, and I watched Precious. The Worst Person in the World, which was a Sundance movie from yes. this year. Uh, Norwegian. Uh, so you had to read, um, but it was a very yeah. good like coming of age story for people in their thirties. Uh, hey, that's me. Loved, loved it. Yeah, yeah, very, very that's good. You, that's you too. That is me. Yeah. Uh, I saw uh, there was a fantastic line in the trailer for that that I thought was uh, really summed it up. It was a horkidi kehorkeho. Oh, that's mean. Uh, and then... Uh, how is the Swedish chef in it? For, okay, it was Norwegian. There's a difference. It's the same thing. No. no. Uh, and then I watched <laughs> yeah. um, another... I watched a movie that has been on my list for a very long time called One Cut of the Dead. If you have hmm. not seen it, do not read about it. Do not look up anything about it. Uh, it's a zombie horror movie. Hmm. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime. Uh, One Cut of the Dead. Absolutely phenomenal. I highly, hmm. highly recommend it. Um, that to my list. When you think it's over, just keep watching. I promise. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then uh, on Thursday, I went to go see a movie I've been really looking forward to called Studio 666, the Foo Fighters horror oh! movie. Oh, good. Where's uh, that play at? Uh, I saw it at uh, the Regal by my house. It's everywhere. It's, yeah. it's, um, God bless my friend PJ that I saw it with. He thought it was a Foo Fighters documentary. And the movie opens. <laughs> and oh, the movie wow. opens when it's, it, it's right out the gate. It's quite gory. And he's like, what the fuck is this? And I say, what do you mean? And he goes, I thought this was a documentary. And I go, no, this is a horror movie. <laughs> I want to see that so bad. It's, uh, here's the thing. If you love the Foo Fighters like I do, if you love horror movies like I do, you're going to have a fun time. Yeah. Um, it's, it is kind of like, it's a very campy horror movie. It's kind of like a first year film student and Dave Grohl got together and made a horror movie. It's exactly what it is. Yeah, and <laughs> and Dave Grohl he carries the movie for the first little bit because um, these guys are musicians; they're not uh, actors. And, and he's really funny. And he's, he's really like... funny. But as the movie goes on, you can tell like they kind of warm up and they get into it and they are having a really fun time. Um, John Carpenter cameo. He, oh really? Uh, oh good. He. Well, I read this interview that Dave, that the Foo Fighters did, and they were they were talking about how they got John Carpenter, and they were like, "Hey, we'd really." you know, like we'd like you to make a cameo. And he said, you know what? You took my son on tour 15 years ago and you were really nice and really good to him. So I'll tell you what, I'll be in your movie and I'll write the music for it. Oh, and what? Yeah. <laughs> so he, and then he got he, his Casio gosh. keyboard out. Got his Casio. They so he like co-wrote the part of the music for it. Um, just, you know, uh, great. Just uh, an, an amazing time. <laughs> it's not. It's not the best movie ever made, but I had fun. <laughs> nice. Uh, I wanted to get uh, anything. Gonna... Anything else you see? Uh, no, that's all. That's good. All right, Shannon. You oh, okay? Um, I, I didn't really watch a lot. Um, I started watching Free Guy last night. I enjoyed I it. Started I like watching movie. it. Yeah. It's fun. I enjoyed well, it. Well, I because I, I got tired, and then apparently I needed to sleep for fifteen hours and miss half the show. <laughs> um. And uh, I've been rewatching Justified hmm. with Jen because she's never seen it before. Oh, okay. And I re and I realized I missed like the whole second season. Oh yeah, which is a great season. Oh I, yeah, I, I watched like half of it, but then I think I was student teaching, so I didn't. Hmm. I just didn't have time to watch TV. Man, what a great show that is! What a great bunch of characters and the writing is fantastic, and I'm really looking forward to the uh, the miniseries that's that's coming up. All right. Uh, Lee, I okay. First off, I've been I got a new goo baby, and so 
Oh, geez. This is the Elgu Saturn. Ooh, I I was looking at that a little while so back. So I just got this. So I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos. Jesus, this thing weighs about a thousand pounds. Um, <laughs> You're strong. 4K resolution. It's uh, 60% faster than my Elgu Mars. Ooh. And uh, it actually doesn't leave the little division lines on the print layers as Ooh. prominently. So I'll be breaking that in and doing a Patreon video on that. Also finished Peacemaker, which I have to say, oh my goodness. So good. What a phenomenally good and show. And we'll, we're going to do a deep dive on yes, our Patreon, geekshowgotthiscover.com. Yes, we are. Uh, very, very, very surprising cameo and set of words. I didn't think <laughs> I would ever hear out of a DC... Out of, out of a main, out of a main so DC character's mouth. Loved so that it. was phenomenal. Then I went back and started watching a show with my wife that I have made a lot of fun into my time. And unless it gets really dumb in the subsequent seasons, I've been really hard on Lost for no reason. Oh, oh baby, you want to go? Great. Let's go. Oh, it is, a, it is right. a meandering uh, pile Tony, of craziness, and that, I loved every second of it. And again, yeah, 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 yeah. Nope. This is Patreon. I need Lee and Rebecca uh, to do Patreon. Season, that first season, oh my God, it is so good. But, oh, it, it is. It but really I, is. I have to share with you the trailer for what is either going to be the best or worst movie of all time. <laughs> okay. Are you ready all for right. this? Let's see. I, I've already shared it with Rebecca and, and Tony because <laughs> this, Roll is the clip. A, this is a movie called Super Who. And I'm Super sorry. Super Who? It's in yeah. French. It's in French. I think I have the. Tr I think I have the subtitles set though. <laughs> uh, let's see. Super who, as in W H O. Yeah. Yeah. So, this guy gets cast as Badman. B A D Badman. And then this happens. Then he gets his head cut off. Yeah. No. It, and so, the, so this guy ends up concussion. getting the part. <laughs> okay. And so it so looks kind of like a Batman ripoff. <laughs> yeah. <bit. laughs> <laughs> well, this should be fun. All right. Well, so the actor playing this guy gets a concussion and thinks he's the superhero for real now. Oh, I see. Okay, I thought its head got blown off. I'm sorry. No, that was the first actor. <laughs> okay. All so, right. so just just watch this for a minute. This guy gets a concussion and he thinks he really is the superhero. Yes. Okay. yes. Why doesn't stuff like this happen in the real world? And why do I think that there's a Disney movie that's this way? Condor Man! <laughs> okay. I can't help but think this somebody. What the fuck? It's got a lot of uh, physical oh. humor. It looks pretty funny. It looks like a cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. It gets the the, end, the last shot. The, the last. So you can tell each uh, area of the movie, they, <laughs> they parody oh. uh, different superhero movies, scenes from different superhero movies as well. Oh, Philip like Lachaud, right he's here. very good. Oh. <laughs> and uh, there. And so there's your Avengers there's moment. Your there's your Avengers parody. shot. Ah, this is, okay. This last shot. All right. Oh, and then there's this, your Spider-Man moment. This is a Spider-Man kiss. <laughs> oh, it's his dick! <laughs> All right. And she does not seem too angry about it either. Hmm. <laughs> so it's like, oh, there's your balls. <laughs> well, <gasps> you look at balls. I defy anyone to look at balls and not laugh. It's the they're they're really funny. Quite funny <laughs> looking. Oh, they're, they're if Carrie sees balls, he screams in terror. That's right. Uh, anything else, Lee? <laughs> no. That's it. But yeah. But okay. Where are you going to go after that? I mean, come uh, on. Tony. <laughs> uh, let's see. I, we've been, uh, oh. Season two of Dollface so far, really, <gasps> oh, really, yeah. really freaking so good. good, loving it. I've been building. I've been show. trying to build my wardrobe uh, like Cat Dennings. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Cat Dennings is it something? I'm going to watch. It. Uh, oh, yeah, you would Shannon. Love, you would love Dollface, Shannon. Yeah, it is I such think a you'd good really show. enjoy What's it about? Uh, so a... the first season is about Cat Dennings, um, and she. It's it's a really relatable show for women, uh, but it's about she. Is dumped by her long-term boyfriend, and she is trying to get back into the world of having female friendships, and uh, just you know just, trying to navigate like so you know funny. insecurities and yeah. stuff like that. Oh, okay, it's and, uh, and, and I she's mean she's got a she's got a lady with a cat head that talks to her. That's not yeah real. her so her like, imaginary friend is a lady with a cat head, and she guides <laughs> her throughout her 
uh, journey. Crises, yeah. To so, like help her not just like do, like spiral into spinsterdom. Exactly. There is a there is a I, I phenomenal there's a phenomenal episode in the first season with a guest appearance by Macaulay Culkin that made me laugh so hard <laughs> I had to stop watching. <laughs> and all her her and all of her friends too are like amazingly good-looking people as well. It's oh, like yeah, a like they're cluster all hot. of Everyone's gorgeous hot. women. And, Matthew and Greg Lubler shows up. But, uh, uh, yeah, so that's been really good. Um, I found, I stumbled upon this uh, show on HBO called Somebody Somewhere. If oh, you yeah, guys, we're watching that. Yeah, It's good. It's it's kind of one of those... Uh, What's it about? <laughs> it's like it's a about character, somebody somewhere. character progression piece for the main character but it's, it's like set in a small town and it's just got kind of see here's here's the thing the lead and i can't remember her name she's a very funny comedian she's very hilarious funny. and uh so this is kind of loosely based on her true story problem is it's it's the duplass brothers so you're gonna I love get the, i love them though you're gonna get more drama than oh. you're gonna get funny so just keep yeah. that in oh, mind. Oh yeah bridget everett. Bridget, she, bridget everett she yeah. was in um she's hilarious what's that one movie i didn't like <laughs> <She's>, <laughs> i just doesn't matter it doesn't too matter. long of a list too yeah. long of a list really. yeah <laughs> so i i recommend it if you're into kind of the dramedy uh mundane humor kind of a thing because everything about her life in this small town is very mundane but they present it in a way that's humorous and so i like it's, it yeah uh yeah we're watching it as well um, uh let's see also um Oh, we went and saw Uncharted. <laughs> it's, it's uh, you know, it's a movie. It's a movie. Made, made a lot of money. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, it was all right. Uh, there's, you know, it's one of those ones where they don't let the don't let the story get in the way of the plot or whatever I that love saying those is. Movies. Did you watch the? Uh, I don't know if you watched these Tonys, the pitch meeting. Videos. I haven't watched it for. Uh, Uncharted. I've only seen the, a few of those. That guy the one is for, so funny. The one for Uncharted is very funny. <laughs> so I would say um, on that one, unless you're a diehard Uncharted fan, wait for stream. Wait for it to be on streaming. It that's was, what I'll. That's what it was I'll all do. right. That's and then uh, of course we're plugging along on the Righteous Gemstones. I mentioned that earlier. Just mm -hmm. a great second season for that <laughs> one so far. Can you believe it? I've never watched that show? Oh, dude, and I'm like, you'd wow. love it. You'd oh, love it's, it because I I love everybody on it. You know, yeah. I've watched. Oh, yeah, it's I'd watch, terrific. I'd watch McBride read a phone fucking book. Yeah, it's, 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 what's, it's fantastic. What's great about McBride, especially here in the second season, is he's embraced this 1970s Conway Twitty look so much. It's just... <laughs> oh, yeah. It's frightening. So, and Kiss then... An angel, good morning. The, the last thing is uh, I'm about halfway through um, Tiamat's Wrath, book number eight of The oh. Expanse. Oh, man. Oh, this one's a good one. Yeah. Highly recommend that book series if you haven't started that. And number eight so far is just a banger. Even right. the audio book's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, here's uh, I watched a few things this week. Uh, first of all, uh, just a quick tip. Don't watch The French Dispatch if you're uh, even slightly drunk because you just <laughs> won't get lost. That is so, that is so funny. My, my favorite... My favorite little guy in my class, right? That mm -hmm. I talked about. The oh, did he like guy. the French Dispatch? Oh, it was so funny. I came in one Monday morning, and he goes, "Mr. V, this uh, weekend, me and my family, we watched the uh, French Dispatch, the new <laughs> Wes Anderson movie. <laughs> uh, film? No, he saw. He called it film. He yes. goes, I, I enjoyed it very much. <laughs> Jesus, fucking well, well, right. Good for this kid because he got oh, it. The beret like, out of your hat, kid, yeah, out of your uh, butt, kid. He, he got it, and I didn't. Because I just I shut it off halfway through. I just couldn't oh. do it. Uh, I was, was like, I see, he's like my favorite film of his is of course the fantastic Mr. Fox, but this is a close second. <laughs> Jesus Christ, kid! Okay. Well, did he? Okay, I'm willing to bet this kid has only seen Fantastic Mr. Fox, The Island and, Dogs, no, all, and French, not, Dispatch. French Dispatch. No, he's seen them all. We talked about them Bottle all. Rocket. Huh. Has the kid seen Bottle Tana Rocket? He hasn't seen fucking Bottle Rocket. Tana bombs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Because I love Rushmore? the Royal Tannenbaums, you know. I think I think Rush, was Rushmore like, a Wes Anderson film? Oh, you just need to be in a in a whimsical mood, and you'll love French Dispatch. I absolutely yeah. adore that movie. I'll I'll circle back in a year and a half. I was going to say movie. I ran out of whimsy a while back. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah. What's his opinion on Rushmore? <laughs> uh, let's see. I finally finished the uh, We Need to Talk About Cosby uh, documentary, and boy, come out, Bell. Such a good job doing this. Uh, he, he is so good. He, I, I can't believe his shows keep getting Well, here's the thing is that he wasn't going to actually be in the documentary. 
until they started filming it and everybody was sitting down and looking at the footage and how it was coming together and they're like you you've got to you've got to be in it you have you are the you person have to frame this. you have to frame it exactly yeah. uh, because as he puts it he grew up being a Cosby kid and uh, as did I and so, so Carrie I had we had all the uh albums i had all the i had all the records i yeah and, and, I, and me and my brother would listen to them over and oh over i had and over a, i still have some of them memorized i mean oh the chicken heart come on chicken heart is a classic um yeah and uh and what about oh, what the bar the furnace <laughs> but it also this is what's great about this documentary is that it show it shows you the influence and importance that bill cosby had and the good things that he did but at the same time he was being a monster yeah, uh, you know, uh, so yeah, it's difficult to watch, but uh, I I think Camel Bell did just such a great job on it. And then finally, because all the Marvel shows are leaving um, the uh, mm, Netflix, the Netflix, I've I've went back and started rewatching them again before they leave. And here's what I have determined: we were much too hard on the Defenders. Really? <laughs> yes. I haven't watched it yet. And and this is the frame of reference that I am using. Because that last season of The Flash was so bad. <laughs> well. So you're saying, you're saying CW superhero shows made Defenders better? I'm saying exactly those words. I'm saying that because I've been watching the subpar CW shit for a long time, I went back and I watched Defenders again, and I went, you know what? We were too hard on that. <laughs> yes, those 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 elderly people they were fighting were actually pretty terrifying. <laughs> Well, it's so funny you're talking about the CW because uh, I saw this thing online that um, that uh, small, uh, not sorry, super, the Superman show. Superman and Lois. Uh, they are kind of ghosting. Uh, they're kind of ghosting the, yeah, they're the, just the kinda, rest of the CW. They're just kind of stopping mentioning anything that has to do with the rest yeah. of the CW show. Right, and it's just like Tyler Hecklin's like, he's got to be like, well, because only our show and Stargirl doesn't suck. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, mm, yeah. What are you gonna so, do anyway? Uh, games, Tony, and then we'll. Oh, wrap I this. do. Oh. I have. I, have, I do have just one quick thing I forgot to mention. Uh, Jay's in my comedy show, Mouth Off Comedy Show. Yes, mm. we do have a date for our March show, March sixteenth. Um, uh, keep an eye out for links and stuff. That's nice. nice. <laughs> Thank you. Games, uh, big. Big week for games this week. Uh, last week was a pretty big week, too. You had, uh, I just want to br briefly mention Elden Ring. Everyone's going crazy about it online. Yeah, it's everywhere. It's, I'm, I'm it's seeing scoring, it all over. It's scoring all these perfect perfect tens, nines out of tens, tens out of tens, all What's this kind of stuff. It's a Dark Souls game that's open world. It's that's a Dark if you Souls. Like, if, if you, you know, like you know. Dark Souls games. Uh, but the thing about it is, and I'm not... Uh, this isn't to say anything about the quality of the gameplay or anything like that, but I would wait before you buy this game. Mm. For some reason, all of these review outlets are throwing down perfect 10s and 9 out of 10 scores on this, but it just does not run good I on see. really any system. It needs some patching really bad. It runs terrible on PC. It runs not great, but better on the consoles, on the PS5 and the Xbox, and even then, it's still it's stuttery, which in a game like this that you need very precise movement and responses to what's going on on screen. If there's stutter, you die very quickly. Mm. So I would say if you're excited for this game and you haven't bought it already, just wait until they patch out these problems that it's having. I don't understand okay. how it's scoring perfect scores I, and not I have being technically I have a trailer sound. of it if you guys want to see it. <laughs> sure. Let's take a look. <laughs> sure. <clears throat> Roll the clip. This is Squadron 42. It says right there. This is spaceships. Oh, yeah, look at that. <laughs> oh, this that's is not funny. the game that I'm Wait talking about. Wait a minute. About. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> this game, Lee's, unlike... Lee just, wants, Lee just wants to look at spaceship porn. Yeah, well. exactly. Do it on your own time, you pervert. I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> this game looks really cool, but it's never oh, coming Jillian out. Jillian Anderson. Oh, the hey. cast for this game is amazing. Yeah. Mark Hamill. Here he is. Mark Hamill, Mark Jillian Hamill. Anderson. There he is. There he is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's Luke Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> in another All right. Mark Hamill in another space game. All right. So coming out this week, uh, I'm really looking forward to Shadow Warrior Three. Comes out on I think Tuesday this week. If you've played the Shadow Warrior games, then mm -hmm. I'm sure you're excited for Shadow Warrior Three as well. First person shooter, really fast, lots of blood and guts, lots of funny one-liners. 
from uh, your your main character. Another game coming out this week called Conan Chop Chop. <laughs> what? I, I have no idea what this is. It's just called Conan Chop Chop. Um, Puzzle Quest, chef. Puzzle Quest Three. Another one coming out called LX Two that looks like it might be interesting, but I can guarantee you, based on LX One, that it's going to need a lot of patches. So don't bother getting that one on day one. Uh, this is an indie game coming out that looks pretty cool called Far Changing Tides. I believe it's uh, included with your Xbox Game Pass subscription if you have that already. Other than that, it's on every other system as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, this is a great one. Everyone should play this game every morning. It's called Pants Quest. Pants I already Quest. do pay that every Pants game. Pants Quest. <laughs> every day. It's a new search guys, for kidding. Pants. I'm not kidding. I actually did that the other day. <laughs> pants quest. I was like, why the fuck? Because I'll just take my pants off <laughs> just when I'm home. Toss them. And yeah. I'm like, why the fuck are my pants? You're like, uh, you're like the dad on the Goldbergs. As soon as he walks home, pants fall down to the ground by his shoes, and he just walks out of his trousers. Yeah, and then he gets fired from his show. <laughs> yeah, well, that comes later. Uh, let's see. Something called Little Orpheus, an indie game I haven't looked much into. <laughs> Lil Orpheus. Lil Orpheus. Uh, That's my another one for what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, little Orpheus. Uh, uh, Instruments of Destruction. Uh, another one called Zombie Rollers. Pinball Heroes. That's a pinball game. Um, 35 millimeter. I don't, I don't know what that is. Another one called A Musical Story. You know, coming out for everything or whatever. <laughs> uh, Babylon's Fall on PC, PS4, and PS5. I think that's a. Uh, a third-person action adventure style game, if I remember the trailers for it correctly. No idea if it's going to be any good. Beholder 3 on PC, also no idea. Uh, if you're into the car racing, though, coming out this week, and you have a PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 5, Gran Turismo 7 comes out this week. That's Polyphony Digital's uh, car racing game. They they drop a new one every four or five years, and this is the latest entry in that series. So if you're into the simulation-style car racing game, that's going to be right up your alley. Uh, another one called Triangle Strategy. Mm. And then uh, last but not least, uh, or, or possibly least, I don't know, What Lies in the Multiverse. I have no idea what that is, but it's got a cool name. Tony, what I lies? like that you list off all these games every week, and you're like, I don't know what any of these are. I don't know what the fuck they are, but <laughs> I like the name. There's so many games coming out all the time that... You just can't. You can't keep up with all of it. But uh, hey, yeah. there it is. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you very much, uh, Mr. B. If you would please. God, fuck shit, Ham. Grab your shit. The alarm didn't go off. We're late. 